Uh, from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Yeah, very good morning, Mike. What do we get out of America over the weekend? Yeah, sort of still seeing, still seeing this this tension, this sort of push me, pull me syndrome, and it's not just happening in the US, happening all over the world. So you're seeing these these signs of sort of slowing growth, which sort of leans against some of those inflationary pressures you were just talking about. But you get too much of that, and you get a slowdown, and that raises the risk of recession and a significant impact on corporate earnings. So very much a sort of tug of war. And late last week in the US, as we closed in on the weekend, we got a swag of data, which all fell on the side of slowing growth, really. So I'll just quickly run through some of these numbers, because um, it's interesting when you add the sort of cumulative effect to them all. We have the what's called the Philadelphia Fed uh, Reserve Regional Survey. That's a measure of regional manufacturing growth expected to come in around zero sort of static actually fell to minus 12.3. So that's the second month of contraction and the fourth month of, of weakening numbers. So the prices paid index fell. That's an inflation pointer and new orders component falling. So that's a slowing growth pointer. Then you had weekly jobless claims. That's sort of proxy for layoffs. There were more jobless claims than expected. So uh, 251,000, 240,000 expected. That's the highest point we've had on jobless claims since last year. And that number's now above the pre-pandemic average. So, you know, the US, as with Australia, as with New Zealand, exceptionally strong employment markets at the moment, very low unemployment. So this data puts a bit of a flag up and suggests that maybe that strength has peaked. Uh, but here's the tug of war perspective, though, because those numbers aren't weak enough to be recessionary. Uh, the third piece of data, the conference board index of leading indicators, minus 0.8 versus minus 0.6 expected. This is one of my preferred indicators because it's forward looking, tells you about what's going to happen. And there was a good quote uh, connected to this that said that consumer pessimism about future business com conditions, moderating labour market conditions, falling stock prices and weaking, weaker manufacturing new orders drove the index lower. So it sums it all up, really. And the final piece of data was the S&P US Services uh, PMI. That contracted as well. So all of that data together, actually with all of that data, share markets actually had a positive week last week. They had quite a good July so far. But what we did see, Mike, is a reasonably material fall in longer-term U.S. interest rates. So the U.S. 10-year rate, it was over 3% at some stage, at one stage during the week. It fell to 2.75. That's a big move in that asset class. So so what you have now, Mike, is a bit of a reassessment of the possibility of sort of consecutive 75 basis point hikes in the U.S. cash rate. So maybe the Fed doesn't need to go quite as hard as was feared. Interesting. And then we got the um, reporting season, of course, and the old, um, the old social media didn't do well. Yeah, no, not looking too flash. Um, I think somebody calculated over $100 billion wiped off the social media companies on the last day of the week last week. So that was all the economic data. Um, but then you've got some more significant businesses reporting earnings. Social media businesses um, actually turned the share market confidence negative leading into the weekend. And that negative sentiment will probably uh, wash out into our local uh, our local markets to begin this week. So Snap, Snapchat parent, share price got thumped on Friday. Uh, big miss in terms of earnings report. Share price fell 39%. Uh, they blamed, uh, that, blamed that on disappointing... Oh, they blamed it on a challenging economy, slowing demand for the actual online platform, competition from TikTok. And what is clearly evident now, though, is that there is general concern around the outlook for 
online advertising that brings us to Twitter. Lackluster report also there, I think, Twitter pointing the finger at Elon Musk uh, for the unexpected decline in second quarter earnings, macroeconomic uncertainty causing weakness. Um, it's impacting advertising spending and uncertainty around Elon Musk's bid to take the company private. Uh, share price actually went up slightly, but then you had Facebook was down 7.6%. Uh, you had Pinterest uh, down 13%. So you knocked the whole sector around and we await more earnings results this week. Lay some numbers on me. Uh, the Dow Jones closed down 137 points, 31899. The S&P 500 fell 37 points, 3961, about 0.9%. But the Nasdaq got hit 1.8%. Closed at 11,834. The FTSE 100 gained 5, 7276. The Nikkei uh, was up 111 points, 27914. Shanghai Composite fell 2, 3269. Quiet markets for Australasia. The ASX 200 fell 3 points, 6791. The NZX 50 fell 7 points, 11,263. Uh, the New Zealand dollar, 0.6234 to start the week against the US. 0.9044 Aussie, 0.6120 Euro, 0.5208 pounds against the Japanese yen, 85.03. Gold uh, finishing the week at $1,727.64. And Brent crude, uh, just over 100 bucks, $103.20. Have a good one. Catch up tomorrow, mate. Appreciate it. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.